guys. Welcome back to the Snoring 20s podcast. Happy freaking Pride Month, y'all. We're kind of late. It's almost over. Um, But we're here. We're celebrating. We're celebrating this week by interviewing one of my best friends, one of our friends, um, Matt Levine, who is, this is a long title, (laughs) a senior patient experience representative for the GEMS, GEMS program at a local Boston Hospital, so we're excited for that. We're very excited. Pumped up. Let's do a little schmick and schmuck date, though. Schmick and schmuck date. Schmick and schmuck date. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) The bucket is popping. I literally, like, just did that with a PS Gourmet bucket, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Headphone headphone warning for all of you listening with headphones. Too late. Whoops. What would you all do? So, last night... Today's Sunday, by the way. We said that last week, but it's Sunday right now. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Oh, we're literally expecting the grind today. I know. Um, I my parents had a bunch of friends over, and Josiah was over, and we had some lobsters by the pool. We went swimming all day and just like hung out, and it was super relaxing for the first time in my life. Blush. A super so, summer day. I love it. It was iconic New England. Yeah. Um, me, <laughs> me. Um, I didn't really do anything this week. I went to the floors last night, so I love went to some place other than the poor yard. If you're listening, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually like, Whoops. I think I'm one week sober from the poor yard. <laughs> yeah, right now. yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But that's all I did. I it was love that, love that for me, and then I just worked. Love. I went to my beach house finally. So we had a nice little beach day with my cousins, and my brother's girlfriend was here. She was here for two weeks. She left today. Bye, Maddie. I'll miss you. Mm. She, I think she listens. Bye, girl. Um, Bye, queen. So what else did I do? Yeah, we got, like, fish and chips and just kind of, like, hung That's out. Cute. But, you know, it's like, we had, like, a, all, like, a little, like, eating weekend. Yeah, we did. Right? We love an eating weekend. I feel like more shit's going to start happening now because tomorrow, a.k.a. June 22nd, which would have already happened when you guys are listening. <laughs> Indoor restaurants are gonna be opening. I think nail salons are gonna be opening. Like so much more stuff is gonna like yes. be able to happen. So that's exciting. I don't really think I fuck with indoor eating. Yet. I was gonna say yeah. that. I don't <laughs> really don't I'd rather just eat outside. It's yeah. been nice. True. Like but if it's raining, I guess, yeah. But like it hasn't been raining. But also I just eat at home. I don't know. The nail salons yeah. can be fun. I feel like there's like other stuff opening, so that's nice. I'm not getting dip nails, I'll tell you that right now. I'm not sticking. Oh, no. I don't Ooh. think, is that even allowed? I'm not sticking Probably my not. freaking finger in someone Ooh. else's dip. But even like the brushes, like they brush it onto like my yeah, nails, and then they're going to brush like the same brush onto someone else's nails. Yeah. Like, so oh. I'll be giving myself a <laughs> I won't lie, I'm heading to the nail salon. It's been a while. <laughs> Looking at real. I'm on the way. I'm, I made my appointment. It's on Thursday. So our friend Matt is here. Hey Matt. Hi Matt. Hi, Hello Matt. He is here. Thank We're very excited. You're our first guest and you're a special guest. So welcome to the show. So How was your weekend? Let's give a weekend update from you. What did I do? I worked um, my second to last shift at my coffee shop. OMG. Love. Sad. Sad. Quit kinda. for a second time. But this time I mean it. Oh. <laughs> this we'll time say, it's real. We'll Not just being dramatic. Are we sure? We'll say. Very sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, worked Saturday morning and then 
kind of hung out yesterday. Nice. Played with the dogs. Plural. Two dogs. Love the dogs. Oh. They're, they're both amazing. Talia, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she Cute. is absolutely wild. Um, she's definitely going to be bigger than Tillman in like a month. Just very oh exciting. Gosh. I can't wait. Tillman is a unit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. In pics, like, he's a big boy. Yeah, big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I went to TJ Maxx. Oh my god! Yo, I went to Marshalls. All I did was go in the home section because the clothes section didn't really have anything. No, and you would think that they would have stuff because they closed for three months. Right? I did. I feel you. I went to Marshalls. I just cut you off. Sorry, Matt. But I went (laughs) into like the athletic section and like got two really cute tank tops, six dollars each, and they were like nice and comfy and felt like lululemon but they were not so those they're were nice cheaping. and soft six dollars so it was like but i've run like 90 degrees or something they're good they're good you're a little athleisure girl right i, I don't like you. i don't like real clothes matching. she's just like pants literally no, i'm wearing doesn't. jean shorts right now which is just like wild for me how's that going i have like a jean wedgie like tmi I hate jean shorts i will not do it they are like mm. They're I cut a pair of jeans somewhere. into shorts last night because it was too hot. And I was like, fuck this. It'd be like <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, It'd be like um, that. It'd no. really be like that. So, yeah, where'd you get it, um, TJ Maxx? Nothing. Why? 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 No, they, oh, no, I did. I got... um, Like a sad buy? <laughs> like, I'm not sponsored by um, <laughs> Jordan's Skinny Syrups. Oh. It's like this coffee syrup that I tried. I know it, like, it says, like, zero sugar, zero calories. I know it has, like, fake sugar in it. And yes. that's what makes it sweet. Oh, like yeah. stevia? Yeah. But, like... It's I not as bad. It. Yeah, it's yes. not as bad. Better. And, like, I started using it, like, when COVID happened, even though my coffee shop stayed open, which it shouldn't have. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I started using those, but they're $8 on Amazon, and uh, they're $4 at TJ Maxx. So, we <laughs> buy from TJ Maxx. I feel like yes. I want to go just for the experience. Like, it's just dramatic, but I just want to walk through and just yes. like I want to, uh, I want to. It be was nice. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I might take a story, honestly, when I walk. I would. <laughs> I got really cute earrings too. I wore them last Sunday. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, those were, yeah. were cute. At the one, um, like near us, like the one that has like the Burger King next to it. It had they had like written in chalk. It was like welcome home. I yeah, it, but it, so the lady nice. was like it washed away because of the rain, but like it's still there. And I was like, thank you. This yeah. is my home. I love that TikTok that says like. It's like the woman calling TJ Maxx, and she's like, "Hi, like, just wondering if you guys are going to be serving wine at the grand reopening, uh, or if we should bring our own." <laughs> That's like my energy with oh going my to TJ Maxx. Oh, mood. Like, what should I tailgate? Yeah. yeah, I should. Also, I don't think we can ever have an episode where someone doesn't bring up a TikTok. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's embarrassing. It's We're like addicted. We are. Yeah, so it's freaking Pride Month, and it's a special freaking Pride Month with. Everything going on in the world, so let's... 50th anniversary of Boston Pride. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Oh my, I didn't even know. The more you know, that's amazing. But we're, we're using that. 2021. Yeah, <laughs> just, gotta use 2021. This year has felt like three years. Yeah, but... I saw this thing, it was like, if 2020 was a food product, what would it be? It was like a Trader Joe's product. I saw it. I'm like at a Trader Joe's Facebook page. But of course, <laughs> you freak. I know Mark it's my heart beat likes Trader Joe's on Facebook. I do. <laughs> oh no, it's like it's like a Facebook page where people it's like people who love Trader Joe's and I like joined. You're making it worse. I know. You're, you're forcing your case. But people post some really cool recipes, and then someone posted if 2020 
was a Trader Joe's product, what would it be? And I was just trying to think of like the most disgusting thing I could find at that store. And like, like that's what 2020 is. Just disgusting. So what's the item? <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I like everything from there. Me too. Honestly, no. Like, I'm like, I'm a Trader Joe's stand. I'm about to go there later. I'm not gonna lie. Danny shops there now, like, for himself. Working for himself. Unproblematic King. We love Danny. Shout out. (laughs) Yes. Like, just no flavor, no fun. That's 2020, baby. This is off topic. No flavor, no fun. (laughs) 2020. Oh my God. Oh my God. Should we get into Schminterview? Oh, yeah, probably. I'm excited. I am excited to be educated in all this stuff because I, I know enough yeah <laughs> where <clears throat> where I can know I can say I know about it but I don't know Not I'm really interested to learn like a lot more just about everything we're gonna be so let's get it going so with your very long fancy title <laughs> congrats to that love that for you mm-hmm. um so what is can you tell us a little bit about like what the gems program is yeah, so the GEMS program, um, GEMS stands for Gender Multi-Specialty Clinic, um, and it's a multi multidisciplinary clinic where we kind of deal with transgenderism from all angles. Um, we have social workers, psychologists, and medical endocrinologists on staff that see all different types of kids. Um, like I said, we are mainly a transgender clinic, but we do see kids of all types, from ages four to 21. After 21, we usually refer them to Boston Medical Center or Fenway Health. Mm -hmm. Um, The younger kids normally see a psychologist and kind kind of do stuff until they're ready, but I'll get more into that later. But the GEMS program was started in 2007 by Dr. Spack. I think he's retired, I didn't get to meet him. But it's also still the only type of its program in the world, which is very exciting. I, I didn't really believe that at first just because when I was, when I first started working at the hospital three years ago, like, I was like, oh, like, there has to be transgender programs everywhere. And, and there are, but it's mainly focused on surgery and not the whole process. Right. Which is great. I mean, it's still great that kids can have surgery in different parts of the country. But um, right. like I said, we were, we're really all about the mental health and making sure the kids mm-hmm. feel safe going through what they go that. through and the parents oh, and families. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, we'll also get into the process later. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do. We work with different um, departments in the hospital to like plastic surgery and neurology. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Like what made you want to apply for this program that you're like, why was it interesting for you? I mm-hmm. first heard about it um, during my orientation for the hospital when I was first hired. And I really wanted to work with the LGBTQ community because I'm gay. And I had never really done that before. I had never really worked with my own population. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really, I wasn't really in like the gay straight lines. And I mean, I did start mine at my high school, but. Mm-hmm. Snaps again. <laughs> Shout out to all the people that are in that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I left it just because I, I got super busy with like schoolwork and stuff. But uh, so I didn't really. I hadn't really worked with my population yet. And I was like, I want to work towards that program. And I love my hospital, but a lot of areas are understaffed just because yeah. a lot of what we do is really, I hate using the word hard because it's not hard work. It's just like a lot of work to do. Um, so there's a lot of turnover um, in some places, but in gems, there was not. So I had to wait for a position to open. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I right. did, um, 
I did an internal flow pool for about three months at the hospital where we worked, where I worked at different departments for every two weeks. And then I worked for endocrinology for seven months. And then I worked at the Waltham satellite for a year and a half. And then a gems position opened up. So I applied for that and got it. So I've been there since January and I thought it was going to be great. And then COVID happened. It's still a great job, but like, yes. holy Aww. shit. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also like sidebar question. What's it like? What was it like, like during COVID in your position? Like what did that look like? I was really lucky because my office is, I mean, I still have to go into the um, hospital weekly for um, meetings and stuff, but my office where I normally work is literally, you can Fenway Park is 200 feet away from my window, mm-hmm. which is insane. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so sick. And I was very excited for the summer with like concerts and stuff because I yeah, wouldn't be able to but COVID. Um, so, I mean, I know for the doctors, it was crazy. It was right. literally zero to 100. Like they, there was a day where we just stopped seeing patients and we had to like reschedule everyone. We didn't yeah. know um, what was legal and what wasn't because we see kids from out of state. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously every state is in their own kind of little world right now, well, which is understandable yeah. because I mean, like for New Hampshire, for example, there are less people in New Hampshire, so they kind of have less to worry about. And like right. Rhode Island did a really good job because they were super careful early on. So it's like, it was just hard to figure out what we could do and we couldn't do. And it's still hard because now some states are opening, some aren't, the Southern states are not doing too mm. hot right now and we do see kids like i said mm. all over the country so like we have a couple of patients from texas and we have to get every every state has their own um insurance stuff about transgender kids which sucks um, <laughs> yeah that must be um so it's just it's it's crazy it's absolutely yeah. crazy but we've been able to do a lot of telemedicine appointments which is unbelievable so mm-hmm. and we're probably going to stay like that for a while yeah during a regular life, <laughs> not during a COVID life, um, kind of like what does your day-to-day or I guess like week-to-week look like in the position? So um, I have about, I would say nine or 10, because sometimes there are a couple of doctors can do, that can do some things, a couple that can't. But I have about, I want to say like 10 providers. So like I said, between doctors, psychologists, and social workers, 10 people that I'm in administrative assistant for. Patient experience representative literally just means admin, but yeah. children's likes to be different. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I handle the admin side. So I do a lot of the documents. So patients will need like letters from doctors saying that they can get top surgery, bottom surgery, get their names changed on. There's a different form for passport and birth certificate. Doesn't make oh sense God, to me, wow. but whatever. And then making appointments, moving appointments. It's a lot of moving appointments and like phone prescriptions. And it moving appointments doesn't even do my job justice. Like it, that's, yeah. it's so complicated and hard. And like, like I had this one doctor who I like all of my doctors, but I just had this one that, that like was kind of, she doesn't see patients that often, mm-hmm. but, um, she recently just like sent us like a bunch of emails and I hadn't really heard from her like since before COVID started. Right. And I'm like, mm. I'm busy enough with everyone else. And then she just, whatever, mm. she just hopped on that. But, um, so yeah, it's just filling prescriptions, calling parents, responding to emails. I send a lot of emails every day. We were doing, I'm, pri- I'm also primarily responsible for 
doing virtual testosterone starts and doing, um, we have support groups for different age groups of transgender kids. So I schedule mm, all those, awesome. um, make a lot of Zoom appointments. Oh, yeah. So everything's just gotten like a lot more intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's great. I mean, like I said, worked two and a half years to get to this point. So yeah, that's yes. awesome. And I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's so it's like really fulfilling. It is. And it's really emotionally exhausting. I'm <laughs> I can imagine. Because yeah. like you could get like a great, like hear something great about a kid or like really want something great for a kid and it goes through and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Or then like I have this one kid who, um, I also talk to a lot of people over email now. We yeah. used to not be allowed to, but obviously it's just a lot it's easier than now. playing phone tag. Mm. Right. And this one kid I talk to pretty much every day. Like we're on like a first name basis. Yeah. Not that anyone ever calls me Mr. Levine, but it's just <laughs> like, hey Matt, hey so-and-so. They were all set to do a testosterone start, which we worked out virtually, which is great because that's everyone's top priority. But he went to the pharmacy and his insurance needed like, it's called a prior authorization, which is basically a permission slip to have testosterone because mm-hmm. it's a controlled substance and he needed one so we had to do that and he still doesn't have the testosterone oh, so i'm just like insurance come on yeah like yeah. rehab but yeah so when we worked at the hospital obviously we didn't do anything i mean like everything in a hospital everything everyone's job is important like everyone uh, yeah. plays yeah. a role Every in, single person. in the healthcare like the pyramid yes or... but i remember that from our job we were we worked in case management for a little bit at Beth Israel and it was all the insurance mm-hmm. like insurance was so hard to like get through yeah. for some reason. I worked in the office for a few months just because one of the girls went on vacation so I had to work down there and just getting insurance approvals like they would send back and it like wouldn't come through and I'd be like can we hurry it up because people yeah. <laughs> this is people's lives like, let's yeah. go yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right so like getting more into it if you can like say as much as you can I don't want to like be like whatever yeah but what's it like working with kids that have like such I guess an advanced grasp on who they are mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah who they are um also quick shout out to my coworker Tim who's like it's me and him doing everything so it's and yeah just wanted a quick shout, shout out Tim. he probably won't Ooh, listen Tim. but <laughs> hey, Tim. I'll tell him that I'm on this <laughs> um but he's great but anyway so um they're really great Mm-hmm. They are some of the most mature people I've ever met in my entire life and so responsible oh. and mm-hmm. like way more responsible than like a lot of the parents that I've spoken to yeah. in my career. <clears throat> so it's just, it's just nice when I'm like trying to get everything done and like certainly do so much for so many people. And then like a kid calls me and he's like, Hey, I called you yesterday, like to get like this medication. Can you like try again? I, I like when other people are on top of their stuff, so I don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I that too. Because, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like lots and lots of dealing with lots and lots of people, which is which is fine. It's a part of the job, but I I like when parents call repeatedly to an extent, <laughs> like yeah. asking for things. If I, if like the last time I said I can't do anything and whatever, but um, no, they're very hyper mature um, and very nice and very funny. <sighs> I had a story and I just forgot it. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> but no, they're great, and I I talk to I mean I talk to the kids half the time but the other half is the parents and a lot of them again like something surprised where like I grew up in the community where I felt safe and welcomed and loved and all that stuff you would think that that would be how it is everywhere and it's not yeah um and most of the time parents call not knowing what to do 
right. not that I would know what to do if I had a trans kid. I would be right. like, let's go to the store and get you like, do you want boys to like what? Yeah. What, yeah. What, what I'd be like, do? okay, like yeah. what? Be like you choose. What do you want? Which is how how people should be. Um, but I I'm saying like I parents call a lot saying I don't know where to start, and I'm like I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's that's what I do. I help them. <laughs> would you say the parents are mostly supportive of their children, or is there like a divide, or like how is the like split of that? Mm-hmm. What is fascinating to me is that it's half. I know I said half and half a lot, but half and half is moms and dads being unsupportive. Yeah. Like sometimes a mom, but like it's split. Like you would think that, I mean, no offense to men at all. Like you think that dad would be. Offense to men. Um, you would think that the dad would be less welcoming, but I do have a lot of dads that are like, I'm trying to convince my wife that it's something that's okay. And she's wow. not okay oh, with wow. it. And I'm like, whoa. I just, I know everyone's different, but I just, yeah. I don't know. I thought that that would be different. Um, and I mean, most of them are welcoming. Like I said, they just don't know where to start. I know I say like start with a therapist, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good. I mean, I think like, obviously I'm not a parent and I also <laughs> do not have a transgender child, but I imagine that that's incredibly difficult as a parent to, to give birth to this tiny human and they are like, no, that's not, <laughs> Yeah, that's not who I am. Like mm-hmm. people should, parents should absolutely be hundred percent supportive. There's no reason not to, that's your child. But right. I imagine that is kind of a hard thing that would need counseling mm-hmm. to kind of accept that as a parent. And I, I think a lot of parents say, I mean, with any, anything with their kid being different, mm-hmm. a lot of parents say like, did I do something wrong? And oh, when, yeah. when I hear that, I don't think of it as I'm the cause of my kids problems I think of that as I hope I didn't damage my child by raising them as a boy when they just told me that they're a girl oh, right so okay. like kind of defending mm-hmm. them in a way and yeah. not really being like oh like an you know what I mean and yeah. it's like you actually mm-hmm. do care you're just saying that is there something I could have done to if, make them yeah. yeah to make them like come up sooner or mm-hmm. whatever um I did have a mom and I I, I talked about it with her on Facebook not by name obviously because HIPAA um but she called me it was very nice like very polite very direct um and she was talking about how her husband doesn't accept it or i can't i don't think the husband actually knew yet but she was like i'll leave him or let him leave if like that means my kid can be happy and i was like yeah wow i was like it's friday afternoon (laughs) at 4 15 p.m yeah you're probably the last person i'm talking to and i'm crying yeah yeah (laughs) wow Let's play Would You Rather. Guess who's back in the house. Love it. Who's going first? I want to go first. You go first. Do you remember it? Would you rather never be able to kiss your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, significant other ever again? Sure. Oh, wait. Okay. Hold on. I fucked it up. Would you rather have to kiss every person you meet or never be able to kiss your significant other again? (gasps) Shit. Kiss every person I meet. But, like, mouth herpes. That's, like, where my mind went. Mouth herpes. <laughs> right? Like, like some, some people got some nasty freaking mouths. Like, don't brush their teeth. Like, I don't know, like, where they look. Yeah, and it has mouth. to be on the lips. Like, it's not, like, a cheeky. Well, you can always be, like, I'm shutting myself in my office and or room. Yeah. I would never kiss my significant other again. Because they can kiss me. But I can't oh, kiss them. Oh. Honestly, yeah. 
I want to go with that too. All right, or you like guys, you can do like hole in my plan. <laughs> or like I was also thinking like you can do like other shit other than kissing. Like I don't know, scandal. <laughs> okay, I'm next. Would you rather be covered in scales or fur? <gasps> oh, fur. fur. Scales. Obviously. I'm hot enough. I don't, oh my I, don't God. Need it. I don't need fur. I don't know. I feel like scales, like, I already don't like when, like, I don't, like, have lotion and my skin yeah. kind of feels scaly. Like, that already bothers me. So I feel like I want to be, like, a soft, plush, like, puppy. Like, plush. soft. Like a Pomeranian. She's... Yeah. Oh, my God. One of yeah. Jeffrey Star's Pomeranians. Oh, my God. I yeah. think I would pick scales because I feel like you could cover up scales easier with, like, makeup. But the feel of fur. it. Well, like, if you, if it's, like, a tender touch, it's scales. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Scales. 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 All right. Okay. Um, is it my turn or is it Matt's turn? I forget. All right. Mine's kind of weird. I feel like I already know the answers that you guys are going to pick. But would you rather be stuck on an island with one person of your choice for the rest of your life or be in a city filled with people who you have never met ever? Um, The island. Oh. Yeah, the island. But what if you meet the people in this, like... You can, yeah. You just, like, have never met them before. Oh, you can meet them then. So I mean, I don't see why not. They're, like, total-ass strangers. I'm I'm picking the island. I want to be a shut-in on an island, and that feels great with, like, a person. You know? Yeah. City of people I don't know. Don't have to work or pay Ooh, taxes. I thought you guys were going to all pick city. <laughs> okay, that was cool. Okay. Matt, do you have one? Would you guys rather have a donkey or a giraffe? as your sole mode of transportation. <gasps> Giraffe. <laughs> Giraffe is so, so much fucking. I'm picking donkey. A jackass. Oh. Let's Don- fucking go. Saddle, saddle. Giddy up. Oh my god. Donkey. I feel like... You want donkey? Yeah, donkey. I Why? would love the... Karen well, I mean... Mm. Mm. You could put stuff around the giraffe's neck. Mm, like, like a little scarf. Oh. Not a scarf. No, to carry your bags. Oh. And giraffe's tongues are like blue. They are. I think giraffe's cooler. Like, oh I'd be God. like, oh shit, it's a giraffe. Yeah. And I'd be like, every day, oh shit, a giraffe. Rolling down the How street. big are donkeys? They're like a bit smaller than a horse. Dominic the donkey. But larger than yeah, a horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm oh not even that out. <laughs> like, a donkey's smaller than a horse, but bigger than little Sebastian. Anyone else watch Parks and Rec? Nope. No. Can't say I do. <laughs> um, I I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure the listeners will. Listeners, if you watch Parks and Rec, thank you. Little Sebastian yes. Waffles. Okay. They'll get it. They'll get it if they listen. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back in the interview. <laughs> Back serious. Okay. Um, so we'll just get right into it. Can you explain to us the transition process? Oh boy. Yeah. So I haven't been there long enough to see any of the kids that I've, like, began with transition yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, obviously, it takes a lot longer than six months. So, for gems, anyway, mm-hmm. when a parent or a kid calls, if they're, um, like, 17, 18, they can call themselves with a parent's permission just because they're old enough. They, depending on their age, younger kids, the youngest kids and the oldest kids will meet with a psychologist and then the middle-aged kids, like, 13, between 13 and 17, will meet mm-hmm. with a social worker. Mm-hmm. Those are two-hour appointments, and it's just to get family background, um, have the kid talk about their own stuff, 
And then after that, the social worker or psychologist tells us to make a follow-up with the medical doctor. And then that medical doctor and social worker slash psychologist will follow them through their process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to get hormones, they have to have a psych evaluation and a visit with the medical endocrinologist again. And like I said, we've been starting kids on testosterone virtually. So they go on hormones and then hormone blockers, which I didn't know about until I got there. But it makes total sense to be on, like, if you are a female transitioned male, you would have an estrogen blocker and then be taking testosterone at the same time. So I I thought people were just taking hormones and not having the hormones presence. That makes sense. So you get the blocker first and then go on the hormones and then they'll have a, and then between all that, they'll get the names changed if they choose a name. Some people don't choose a different name and they have to change that with the state department and then have a consultation with a um, plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be at children's, which makes it easier, or it can be outside. And then they do their thing and then they can have top and bottom surgery whenever they want. And well. Then they're done. And then they usually, I mean, we still see our kids after 21 sometimes, um, but like if you're 25 and home to start, then you're going to have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it does take a long time. And I always say that to parents too, like when they, because I'll either get parents who say, I want hormones yesterday, or yeah. we want to take it slow. And I always say it is a process and it depends on so many different things. And obviously COVID has made things a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, like we can't do name changes right now because the yeah. State Department just started requiring what signatures on letters, which means that like, I have to physically go to the doctor in person. They have to sign it. And then that document is the only thing that they'll accept. Oh. And none of us are in the office, so we can't mail anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, That's I mean, frustrating. I mean, the state department is busy enough as it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> With yeah. Everything yeah. going on. But yeah, so it could take, I mean, it could take up to like two years to complete everything. But mm-hmm. we really go the speed that the family and the kid wants. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. We're yeah. very apprehensive about what we do and we're very careful about what we do, which is in my opinion, why we're so good at it. Because other places will just give the kids the hormones without the blockers, which yeah. also which oh. also works. Right. But if we have like a nine or ten nine or ten year old who definitely wants to transition, it's great because puberty technically hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So we can kind of intervene before that whole process begins and the body is not super thrown off. Right. Interesting. Wow. Also, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a mental health provider. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is just stuff that, I've, stuff that I've noticed. Yeah. For the name changes and, like, like the passport and the birth certificate, mm-hmm. does that cost money? Or is mm-hmm. that... There like, is a fee. I don't know how much it is, but mm-hmm. that does cost money. Um, Stinky. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, why is there a fee to change your name? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pro- probably, like, paperwork and stuff, but... Yeah. yeah. They have to... I think they have to fill out a form, and then we have to get a letter hmm. like we have to write a letter and then give it to the family and they also have to prove that they're trans like a doctor has to like say like this person has gender dysphoria which just means that like i can see i mean this is like very simple but like i can i'm a man but like i feel like i lose yeah. so it's like body dysmorphia but okay gender dysphoria okay getting more into like going back uh-huh. All the way back, history. Mm-hmm. So I think I know a lot of stuff, but I think it's good to like tell us a little bit more of like history about trans people and everything, really. Yeah. yeah. So I think people have to get it through their heads that queer people have existed. 
forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of people still today argue that, oh, these trans people, they're like showing up. And yeah. I'm like, well, they just led. <laughs> I forget. I think I, 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 someone said it in a movie or something. And they're like, no, they were there. They just led really sad lives, not being who they were. And when I say queer, I don't want to take away from the trans experience. But in, I'm saying this in defense of trans people, that we are all in the same group. Like LGBTQ, mm-hmm. should, like we should be standing up for each other, meaning yeah. gay people have to get on their shit because we haven't. And something, I mean, I didn't really do too much research just because I want people to do it themselves because mm-hmm. yep. people are lazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want them to do it themselves and kind of make up their own minds. And I could say a bunch of statistics, but people just drown out with those, um, which stinks. But I do know and will say that like, Black trans people specifically and Hispanic trans people are the most like attacked and killed and assaulted mm-hmm. out of like any population on the planet. Yeah. And if someone looks up the numbers, like it'll be like, I can't remember how many people have been killed this year. I think it was like 11 so far or something. And people mm-hmm. might say, oh, it's just 11. That's not a high number. Those are the ones that you hear about and are reported, mm-hmm. not the right. ones that are Happen hushed and happen. And Yeah. yeah. Quieted. Like, quieted. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even ele- like saying I mean, that 11 is not a big yeah. n- number. One is too many. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that was particularly jarring for me, I know that, I mean, I was a student of communication, so like obviously I know to take everything with a grain of salt. Right. But watching Pose on FX, <laughs> Ryan yes, Murphy sponsored us. There are a couple scenes in season one where there's a gay bar in Manhattan, and it's a bunch of gay guys, like different races and whatever. And the main colored trans characters try to get in and they get kicked out because they're not, I mean, they're not men and Mm because they're trying to pass. And that was very jarring for me because like in my research growing up before I came out, I mean, I knew it wasn't great. Nothing was great, but I also didn't realize the intercommunal discrimination between gay and trans that was like mm, yeah. oh just yeah. not I, yeah. th- I thought I was like oh like gay people suffer together with trans people and like, like we, we all, all that's what I thought yeah, yeah. Wow. like we were all like dying of AIDS and stuff and it's like yeah. no it was like gays weren't welcoming with trans people which is right. so that's wrong yeah. which is what I mean Pose does such a great job you guys you have to watch it yeah okay. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm really it. going to today honestly um it's it like it sucks you in. It's really good. Yeah, it's so good, and it's really good at um, portraying the struggle. I guess I'm not trans, but there are gay characters in Pose, um, and I think it just shows the harsh realities of what people have to deal with mm-hmm. and still have to deal with. Like people think that this is like not a dead issue, but um, like a lot of trans people and gay people still do sex work mm-hmm. yeah. to get what they need to be themselves. Um, that's still happening. It's just not. It either has a different name or it's under like different pretenses. So the problems of yesterday are still here and just trying to make it better. Yeah. So that's my, I know that wasn't like a chronological timeline, but um, been here forever, still trying to make it better. Problems are still here. Do your own research. Yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah. Yes, do your own research. Um, go on like glad.com, the Trevor Project, go on the GEMS website. So we have a lot of links to resources. <laughs> yeah. So and we'll, just, we'll link all those for you guys this week on the socials, like everything you just said. Yeah, also <laughs> we'll, too, I'll yeah. put those up, yeah, and we'll we'll mm-hmm. put those websites up because yeah. it is like this is amazing. It's so informative, but it is not the gay community's job or the, any 
trans person's job to educate us. We yeah. need to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that a little bit yeah. before mm-hmm. with Black Lives Matter, but it's not your job yeah. to tell yeah. us. Like, we need to... You need to do the work every day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we'll definitely link those. And watch documentaries on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Like Paris is Burning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Love Paris is Burning. Um, I guess, like, condensing it down to, like, the last 10 to 15 years, I know, like, with the legislature, I don't know if we're talking, like, gay pride as a whole or trans or, but just, like, in the past 15 years, have you noticed things changing more? I know, like, in 2015, the legalization of gay marriage mm-hmm. in the Supreme Court happened, but, like, other than that, like, has there been, like, a good amount of change? Um, I've definitely noticed a change from when, I mean, it came out 15 years ago. <laughs> oh um yeah, I know. We're old. Uh, yeah, we are <laughs> We're old. old. So I definitely noticed a difference, like with the with marriage being legalized, and then "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" was repealed. Yeah. I don't remember what year, but that was repealed. And then the Trump thing <laughs> that happened mm. a couple weeks ago, yeah, um, hasn't really affected yeah. my job. Obviously, my doctors aren't going to refuse to see people because that's a yeah. freaking program. Yeah, and no one, at, yeah. no one at my hospital would either. Um, then they get fired. I mean, I do, I do, it's kind of like, okay, this is going to sound really weird, <laughs> but I think it was in Justice, no, not Justice League, sorry, um, in in the Avengers, one of the Avengers movies where they're all together, mm-hmm. um, it was like, I think Tony or someone said something about like how all the power that they amassed, like the Avengers being together, all that power invited more powerful enemies, which... So it's like kind of the same thing where it's like we're making so much progress, um, which we are. Like I truly believe we're making a lot of progress, but mm-hmm. that also means bigger obstacles because we're gaining so much ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't think of any like specifically. I just know that. I mean. Like, I mean, I'm sure you can relate that to. And, that like to your yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen like people are generally more accepting and um, more understanding of trans and queer people and i do think that like defining it as a spectrum which never would which wasn't thought of 15 years ago mm-hmm. um is a good way to put it because it's just the bigger idea of everyone just being who they want to be and, or who they choose to be so right. i mean someone i want to get the point across that someone yes is born trans but it's also their choice of how far they want to go with it some people just get top surgery some people just get bottom surgery yeah yeah and that doesn't define right like yeah. if yeah. you are right mm-hmm. like, Right. If you say you are, you are trans or queer or straight or whatever. No matter what progress you've made on the... Mm-hmm. Right. Is that a good word? Yeah. Wherever okay. wherever you are on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I had a question. Yes. I know some someone posted recently that I went to college with, and she changed her name to match more of her identity, mm-hmm. but she is now they them. No. They aren't going to go through any sort of process. They just mm-hmm. want to change their name. Yeah to fit them more like i'm just wondering how that fits into it because if yeah i'm just confused about that part of it i think you can just like define it as them being like human yeah <laughs> like just yeah. they that was a good question to ask yeah it was a more a masculine people, name that they changed it to it is yeah yeah i mean it's just being it's their name yeah you can be queer without having surgery you can do it with having surgery whatever however you want to express yourself outwardly it's how you feel on the inside that counts um so what would you like to see in the future 
um, for the LGBTQ community or the trans community for everyone together. Um, this could be like laws, any sort of acceptance socially, um, career-wise, just kind of like what, what, in a perfect world, <laughs> which we don't live in, yeah. what would you kind of like for what it's supposed to look like? Well, I am happy that we can't be fired for being who we are. That law, that. I forgot that about that so one, exciting. but that yeah. was great. Amazing. Um, so good job on the Supreme Court for that one. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just want, I want what I've heard trans people say they want. Um, another good documentary I watched last night called Disclosure mm-hmm. on Netflix. I don't want to see any more sad queer storylines. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like, call me by your name, perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute perfection. Just like not where, like the, the actresses in the documentary were talking about how many times they've died on screen. And they're like, how it's because... It's not out of hate, just out of, like, ignorance of the writers of the episode. It's like, yeah. well, oh, they're trans. That'll be their sort. Like, they're, they'll be killed in some horrible way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just in, in more, I don't know. I mean, it that part of who they are will always be a part of their identity. And mine, too. But yeah. sadness shouldn't be always integrated with those storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I did. And um, another thing that the trans actors were saying in the documentary was that often media is their only way to know how to have the trans experience, I guess, yeah. because I do have a stat for you. <laughs> 80% of people in America do not know a trans person. Yeah. Wait, wow. really? That sounds, that would make sense 80%. to me. 80%. Don't 80% don't know a trans person. I only knew, wasn't there someone in high school? In, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. They're the only one that I think I know. Yeah. Nope. Two. Yeah. I, I yeah, I know knew two. one other in college, but it was the only two I knew very well. Yeah. So that statistic would make sense to me. And yeah. we were involved in theater. I mean, yeah. You can get much more theater. like LGBTQ yeah. than that. Yeah. And I want more. I want more trans oh, representation mm-hmm. in theater too, because mm-hmm. there isn't a lot. I mean, this year a lot of things have come to light. Where, I mean, on the Black Lives Matter subject, the Tonys were canceled this year because of COVID. Yeah. But then the, I love the Tonys. I know me too. Um, black actors put on the Antonio Awards. Mm. I saw that, and it's on yeah. YouTube, and it was really good. Oh, that's um, amazing. But there's a lot of stuff that black people have to deal with that white people don't have to deal with, like when auditioning or being mm-hmm. given directions. A show that I love right now is called Six, mm-hmm. and it's about the six wives of Henry the Eighth, and it was mm-hmm. written by two college students in England. One's queer. His name is Tony. He's fabulous. He wears earrings. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I forget the woman director's name, which is awful. Um, she made history as the youngest female director on Broadway with six. I forget her name. She's, oh, Lucy. Lucy. I think it's Lucy. I was going to look it up for you. <laughs> um, and she's like our age. Oh, wow. And she, wow. No, yeah. She's like 26 That's or amazing. something. Um, and they wrote the show as six non-binary not meaning they have to identify as non-binary but meaning that these six queens can be played by boy girl they them trans whatever and whatever person oh, color oh, wow that is, it's literally crazy. just that whoever makes- walks in auditions and they think they would fit the personality of this queen. yeah mm-hmm. like um i love that his name's not tony his name is toby and just yeah <laughs> it's lucy moss and toby marlowe there we go Mm-hmm. Um, Toby actually filled in for one of the queens in London for like two days because every backup was like sick or something. So it's a great show. It's only an hour and 15 minutes long. No intermission. It's 
rock concerts absolutely Ooh. amazing um but there has only been one trans person to originate a principal role on broadway and that was peppermint I love peppermint. I just love peppermint. <laughs> Spills all the coffee. I just love peppermint. Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> it's okay. I spilled butter all over Brooke's notes. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> Brooke's like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> who competed as trans on the show, um, and is trans themselves, obviously, and she portrayed the character of Pythio in Head Over Heels, which is all music from the Go Go's, yeah. which I got to see. Her in it, she was away, but it was still great. But that's still the only show that closed after six months. Wow, mm-hmm. which is not great. Yeah. So I would like mm-hmm. to see more more trans people, more trans characters and actors playing different roles on Broadway. Okay, I think so. Our last question, and I think a really important question is, what can we do as allies? And yeah. So fun fact: I don't like the word allies. Okay. Because I think it, I mean, you, like anyone can do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing it. Um, but I think that kind of removes people from the situation, I guess. It's less mm-hmm. inclusive than I would want it to be. I don't know. I like at my um, college, we had like ally training, and I was like, you're really going to put someone through two days, like That's two hours weird. each day of just yeah. giving like presentations about what it's like to be gay or trans or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. not an ally or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather call you guys friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good to know, though, because I would have never known. Yeah, that. I would have yeah. known. I mean, some people prefer ally, which is fine. But I just, I just think, and it's so weird when people, like, some guys would say to, some of my guy friends would say it to me sometimes, like, college and high school, they're like, I'm, like, a good ally, right? Like, I'm an ally of you. I'm like, your friend. I don't own you and you don't own me. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that's a weird thought. So yeah, I never thought like, about it that way. I guess that makes sense, yeah. And it's also a pat on the back for people, I guess. Yeah, like, like oh, you get a cookie, like, you're an ally. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. cute. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I didn't support that in college. Some like that's why I didn't join the gay straight alliance in my school because whatever. Yeah, loved everyone in it. I just didn't join it. Um, you can just like listen and internalize and learn. Like when I when I saw that storyline in Pose about gay guys not being accepting of the trans women, I was like, "Whoa! I need to." This is something that I did not know. And if this is true, which I, obviously it's Ryan Murphy, so like he's amazing. Um, yeah. I was like, I need to read more into this because mm-hmm. this was something, again, I've been out for 15 years. I always thought that gay guys were like, yeah, trans friends and all that yeah. stuff, but it's not true. So I started watching more documentaries, again, on Netflix or Hulu or whatever you have, and learning about the gay rights movement and how it was started by two trans women. I can see her face, Marsha P. Johnson yep. and Sylvia Rivera. I was like, I, what? they're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um and how they both started the gay rights movement. And there's a clip in the life and death of Marsha P. Johnson, where Sylvia mm-hmm. Rivera is talking to the first gay pride festival in New York um, in the seventies. And she was like, you've forgotten about us and how we started this. And it's very, it's very powerful and sad because yeah. it's true. <laughs> but I think just, just learn and educate. And it doesn't take a lot of effort. Like yeah. go to your local library and like, see if they're having like a lecture on something yeah. Um, if you're like, oh, I don't want to read, uh, whatever. If you're too lazy to read, then you have a problem. Um, <laughs> Listen to an audiobook. Like, yeah. Watch a documentary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some, and like we've talked about this with our stuff, like what we've been kind of saying to the to everyone who follows our accounts with all this. 
is there's so many different ways. Like if you don't want to sit there and like post on social media, you don't have to like, you don't have there's to. podcasts, there's documentaries, there's TV shows, like there's yeah. books, there's lectures. There's, yeah. there's, there's so many, many things. There's too many different ways for it to be an excuse any longer. That's right. like just what I think. Yeah. Right. And I also think, don't get me wrong, social media is great. I love it. Everyone loves it. We've all right. been posting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's it's required of you to get off of it. It is it is effective and it does make change, but it's also we forget that it's like a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like if you're gonna wanna learn more, turn your phone off and watch that documentary without having your phone in front of you or Yeah. Yeah. Engage. And, yeah. Like, Engage. Exactly. Holy watch it. Don't holy watch it. it and yeah. listen and pay attention. Or ask your friends questions. Like last night I was talking to um my parents' friend Jackson, who's amazing. And I was like, I hope I never, I was like hyper worried about like the, the gay versus trans thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I hope I didn't like, I've never made you, made you feel like the token trans friend or like whatever. Yeah. Um, or, like offended you. And he's like, no, like I want you to ask me questions because I want you to know what my experience is. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously you work there and you're not friends with any of your patients. So who else are you going to ask these questions to? Yeah. So we're very receptive. And if you're just, I mean, obviously, don't walk up to a random trans person, but that you don't know and be like, "Hi, quick question." Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's weird. Um, go, go to like, I don't know, read, listen, <clears throat> watch, talk, and I don't know, just be a nice person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We promote that here. Yeah, be a fucking nice individual. We are please. And that doesn't necessarily, because like I'm someone who's been. I mean, very vocal about who I am and, and gay rights and all that stuff. But sometimes it's the small, like, sometimes it's the smallest thing that makes the difference. You don't have to shout on Facebook pages. Yes. Um, all that stuff. Sometimes you just go to the library by yourself, take out a book, read yeah. it by yourself, finish it, put it back on the shelf, read another one. Like, it's, mm-hmm. there's no pressure. There's no, yeah. there should never be any pressure. That's kind of my problem, way. like, with the posting is, like, yeah. I feel like people, no shade to anyone, but, like, I feel like people I've never heard talking about Black Lives Matter or trans rights or LGBTQ rights or pride. Like, I've never heard these people talk about any of these issues. Yeah. And now, because of the way the media is right now, people are spam posting. Yeah. Like, millions of, po- yeah. millions of stories spam a day, posting, and I'm like, yeah. I better see you doing million stories a day when Pride Month is over. Yeah. And in a few yeah. months when BLM movements kind of fizzle out to on the media. Like I yeah. better like see these people continue because it just I think it almost you does look a little harm. fake. Yeah, you look a little you look just like a little bit like a phony. Just do the work. I share when I find a piece of information that I like either I didn't know before and I wanna share it to other people so that they know yeah. or it's one that I like and I feel like that message should be put out. That's there. why it's called yeah. share. It's yeah. not called look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's called share. Yeah, I totally agree. Like if I see something like that someone else posted or just like on my explore page or like when I'm yeah. researching or whatever, like if I like it, then I'll post it. But I also I feel like there is a bit of a pressure. Like I know there was a post going around that like if you don't post yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And like that it can be a yeah. pressure too. Yeah. yeah. Like feeling like if I don't post, then I don't support it. And yeah. it's like you can be you can be a silent supporter, right? I don't know. Can you? As long as you're more, I feel like you can be a silent supporter on, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Mm. So like you can 
do your research about trans people silently by yourself. Yeah. But if someone's harassing a trans person in line at Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. And you feel comfortable enough to say something, say something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Because just staying silent is not okay with that. No. I think what I meant was, well, no, not anything. I know what I meant was that, like, you don't have to, like, broadcast to the world that you're doing your research. Like, you can do it yeah, to yourself. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. And you can yeah. speak up when you need to speak up. And, like, you yeah. can be a supporter, but you don't have to, like... Yeah. Like, if you are doing yeah. your research and, like, you don't feel like you just want to blast it all over your Instagram or whatever, like, do your research, okay. keep it to yourself. Yeah. But, like, in the real world, like, if you want to truly be a supporter and show, like, exactly, like, step in. Like, it's like that. Say what would you do? Like, that TV yeah. show and, like... yeah jump in and like if you see a situation where like it makes you uncomfortable be the person to step in and say that that's not right like don't be silent and i wouldn't recommend being silent in that situation yeah yeah, yeah that's right. exactly what you said yeah, yeah. sweet do you, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about um kind of regarding any sort of lgbtq rights or um i think People just need to know that we're not going away. But Mm -hmm. also on the other side of it, our people, I'm not speaking for all people, but I'm speaking for me. Mm -hmm. My people, LGBTQ people, also need to realize it's going to take a long time to get where we want. Yes. Like, this is not going to happen overnight. Because there are going to be people that are going to be against us. Which is how it's been in every situation in the entire world forever. But it's, like, I had the situation where in high school... Um, this kid got the blood drive band, mm-hmm. the blood drive in my high school band, um, <laughs> because he was gay and he said that it was discriminatory towards gay people because we can't donate blood. Mm-hmm. We still can't don't, uh, I mean, we can donate blood. They just don't use it. And it's a federal law and it's stemming from the AIDS crisis. Like for, for males, I think when they give you the, like the, questionnaire before you donate blood it says have you had sex with a man in the last year or so wow. check off yes they won't use it interesting not that i want to anyway no offense to anyone who needs blood but like i can't because i hate needles <laughs> yeah. so, like, um, so like i'm cool yeah. with that but like um so he got the blood drive band and my high school has well over a thousand students so it's a lot of blood lost and a lot of healthy young blood that can be used like in Boston all those hospitals Mm -hmm. everywhere and a lot of people were mad about that clear obviously um and I was the only person that could ever say anything to him because I am also gay so I said to him I was like or and there were a couple of other other gay kids in my grade that supported him but I was like you guys we go to a religiously affiliated school so it's going to go to the archdiocese before it gets to the senate or the house or whoever needs to pass it it's our senior year it's march of senior year of high school why do you care <laughs> three it's just that's a lot of blood that's not being used yeah. and it's yeah. i'm mad too like i i know that law i learned about that law like when i first came out but it's a time and a place thing it's not and it's going to take forever there's yeah. so many different avenues for yeah. a law to get passed, for someone to change their, their gender on their birth certificate, for them to get surgery. Like, there's so many steps to so many things, and people just shouldn't expect the world to be instantaneously loving rainbows. Yeah. Right. And that's not cynical. It's just, it is how it is, and I understand that. But also to celebrate when you're able to, like, go to Pride, go have fun, go 
have have good gay friends and yeah. have fun. Mm-hmm. So have fun, fun. celebrating. Fight what, the good fight. Yeah. But it's going to take a while. Thank you. Summed that up really well. Thank you so That's much right. for coming on. Thank My you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank it you for so having fun. me. Learned so much. I definitely learned a lot. I really loved it all. Yeah. yeah. And I love you, obviously. Yes. We yeah, we love, love you. you. Love you guys. <laughs> I think okay. that could be a good segue into our songs of the episode. Yes. Um, Matt, did you have a song? I'll start with you if you had one. So, I have a couple. Ooh, um, sure. So, I wrote down Same Love first because that was that was really the first time that people were coming to me saying, oh my god, I listened to the song, and I know Macklemore's not gay, but, like, he got it pretty well. Um, yeah, that was a powerful, that's a, is a powerful song, I think. It's a hugely yeah. powerful song, yeah. and people were coming to me, song. I remember in high school, being like, is this what it's really like? I had no idea. Like you're so, I mean, I appreciate the compliment when they were like, you're so bubbly and happy all the time. And they're like, is this really what the struggle is like? I'm like, yes. Yeah. So that really tipped people's ears to hearing more gay experiences. Um, and then I have like three. So yeah, we, we, we all do. We three. All do three. So oh, three is perfect. Oh yeah. Um, so as the first one, the second one is born this way. Oh, that was one of mine. Oh, we all have it. It's a community song. Because Gaga. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's just, and it's such a good song. And I think it 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 gets across the idea that the gay movement should not be exclusionary of anyone. And it's mm-hmm. not. And I never want myself to be portrayed that way. Or I never mean to portray myself that way. It's for everyone. And yeah. that's what that song is. It's a very, like, obviously, the gays owned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. obviously. Um, but it's for it's for everyone. It's an everyone movement. And Gaga's so great about supporting us um forever. And we then the third one. Look at Matt without the notes too. I just want to say I'm like, yeah. got so my notepad, like there's a third one and it was a show tune. I don't remember. If you think of it before we upload, you can just send it to me and I'll put it Any in. Any show tune, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any show tunes song. in general. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just put in the hole. Yes. Um, who wants to go next? You can go. You can go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I also had Born This Way. Love. Which I, love I just, we all had it. Yeah, we all had it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it just, like, across the board. It was like, yeah. <laughs> um, the other song I had was, it's our TikTok song. I'm coming out by Diana Ross. Wow. I just was like, I think it's such like a good like I'm coming out. Like I want the world to know that like I will let it. Ch- I don't know if she wrote it like for gay pride or what, but I think it's just like a powerful message and just yes. like a good well, yeah. good bop. And then <laughs> my last one is kind of random. So of course, it's I'm it's so it's a little. It's honestly like I don't even know why this is the first song I thought of. It was um, Roar by Katy Perry. Wow. Oh, wait, that's a I good one. Why. I was like, you're going to hear me roar. Like, I got the eye of a tie. Like, I don't know. I just I thought that. it was just yeah, like that is a, good one. a good, like, song for this episode. Yes. So those were mine. Love that. Me go? Yes. Okay. So obviously, we're all going to say we had one this way. So yes. I had that one. Um, I was listening to it in the car on the way here also to get pumped up. Pump up. Um, it's, a good, it's a good pump up anthem. And I just like the message in the, the end. She's like, she talks about like everyone's colors of their skin. And it's just like, yeah. it's for everyone. It, it's just a for everyone bop. Yes. And then I had 
Okay, this one's kind of different, but I have a reason. So this one's Rainbow by Casey Musgraves. Um, so that song I is, like, song. one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, it relates to, like, so many things. But this one, I just felt like she says, um, you listen to it, but she says, there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head. And I just feel like that's just, like, everyone in the community, like, watching oh, over you. And everyone's yeah. there. They, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but everyone should be there for each other and... I just feel like it's like a love that. Yeah. So I like yeah. that one. I was crying to that the other day. And then my last one is Freedom by George Michael. Oh. <laughs> yes. I just felt like that was just like, I mean, if you haven't heard that song, get Listen. into it. Yeah. It says, but um, love George that's Michael. a great one. Okay. Time for mine. So obviously I had born this way too. I, <laughs> um, I had this one for a different reason. Okay. It's cute. You're going to be like, oh my God. So we went to Lady Gaga on my Best 16th birthday. night. Ever. Yes, oh, and that so was like fun. I feel like that was one of the first times I we were just surrounded by a lot of <laughs> gay people. <laughs> I wanted to go to Fenway this year. So much drag, and I remember like us talking about it after, and I felt like that was one of the first times you kind of felt like you were like in a place where you were like around people like you, mm-hmm. like for the first time. Oh. Don't cry, stop. <laughs> this was not my mission, but um, yeah, I just like that. Whenever I hear that song, like I think about that moment. Okay. That's so, so, cute. so that's that. Anyway, moving on. Tears. They're burning. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I have We Can't Stop, Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes. Yeah. We like it, buddy. Yes. Like, oh, I just yeah. feel like this song just makes you feel like you can like live your best life. And like mm-hmm. everyone should be doing that in the community. And like for Pride Month, like, do you sis? Like, live your life. The last one is kind of interesting. It's Him by Sam Smith. Have you heard it? I haven't heard it, but I know what it, yeah. Yeah, so the song is about, Sam Smith is um, very religious. He talks about how this, like, clashes with his sexuality. Oh. And I'm also very religious, so it just, it just, like, speaks to me. Like, imagine if I couldn't, like, have that. And my sexuality, like, it just kind of, like, pulled on me. So everyone listen to this one because I I know a lot of people where this is, like, a large issue for them Mm -hmm. because they are Christian and... They do want to celebrate that, but it's hard yeah. <laughs> when wow. you're just told no so yeah. much. So yeah. really encourage everyone to look into that and also listen to the song because it explains it really well. That's um, my songs. We love the songs. And you can find that on our Spotify, which will be linked in our bio and our link tree. That has all of our good links. I, I don't know if we can link our TikTok on there, but if we can, sure we, we can. will. I'll figure yeah. out. Yeah, that would be something good. Um, but does anyone else have anything to say? Any yeah. final thoughts? Let's wrap her up. I don't know about you guys. I really enjoyed this week's episode for Gay Pride Month. Yes, and so fun. I think you guys did too. Stay tuned for next week's episode on sibling advice. We may or may not have some more special guests who are our siblings. Yes. We're trying to figure sure. out. We need to figure out that. Yeah. To figure out the schedule. Trying to figure out that good schedule. Um, like I said, you can find us on TikTok, um, Twitter, at Snoring2020Pod, and Insta, and Twitter. Facebook at Snoring Twenties. We're here for you. Yeah, like follow <laughs> us on everything. Up. We love yes. it. And also, if you haven't so far, give us a little ratey rate. Oh yeah, <laughs> on yeah. Apple Podcasts Go that on. helps. Yeah. Like, so much more than you guys know. Smaller pods appreciate it. So yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We're yes. not trying to like chase for the ratings and like force you guys to rate, but like if you do really enjoy us, please drop us that rating on Apple Podcasts. It really, really, really helps us. Um. Yeah. We'll Thank you for coming, you. Matt. Yes. <laughs> Thank Matt. you, Matt. Thank, Thank you, so you for having me. I had so much fun. All right. Well, remember to fake it till you make it, and don't sleep on us.